0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, we hear from Drew Lerner. A long-range forecast calls for drier-than-usual weather in southern Saskatchewan. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCarby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. An agricultural meteorologist is forecasting drier than normal weather for next two weeks in southern Saskatchewan. Drew Lerner with World Weather, Inc. in Kansas says weather patterns indicate ongoing dry weather in southern Saskatchewan.
1: Well, we're certainly suffering at the moment from dryness, and that is the big concern. Uh, The 18-year cycle had been suggesting that we would have opportunity for rain as we moved uh, from June into July uh... and uh... but i'm a little bit leery about buying into that completely at this point in time and the reason for that is the drought that is playing out across the northern u.s. plains and parts of the prairies uh, seems to have quite a foothold on the region right now storm systems that would come into the area from uh, the u.s. pacific northwest in the month of july will have to move across the dry area in the northern u.s. plains before getting into uh, the prairies And I'm concerned that these storms are going to lose moisture as they come into the area. So we'll end up with opportunities for rain, in fact, multiple opportunities. But I'm just not convinced right now we're going to see real healthy amounts of rainfall. So July does offer opportunity for some precipitation, but I'm not completely convinced that we're going to see large volumes of it rainfall will probably be normal to a little below normal uh, with a a little more bias towards the below normal at this point just simply because of that drought that's prevailing to our south. Uh, We'll have to watch real closely to see how things evolve in the next two weeks we'll get a much better signal as to uh, which way we're going to end up going but I, I do think that it's necessary to downplay some of the rainfall potentials as we go forward through this next few weeks.
0: What factors would make a change?
1: Well, I think it's up to the U.S. southwest monsoon season. Now, the monsoon season in the U.S. is a phenomenon that occurs where moisture is lifted up out of Mexico and is pulled northward into the U.S. Rocky Mountain region. It's a typical summer pattern that usually begins around the second week of July and prevails into August. And what it does is it brings moisture up through the Rocky Mountains and usually comes out across the U.S., northern plains and parts of the U.S., uh, uh, sometimes the central plains and into the part of the northwestern Corn Belt. Uh, In some years, that monsoon flow can come much further to the north and bring showers and thunderstorms to the prairies and originally it looked like that was going to be the case where there was going to be a ridge of high pressure in the u.s. plains that would help to pull that moisture out of mexico and send it way up into our area well what we're watching right now is that monsoon flows evolution and it does not seem to be evolving very well there is very little sign of moisture coming northward, and as we go through the next two weeks, we'll be able to better determine if that moisture is going to indeed come up our way. If it fails or if it's a very weak monsoon flow, I'm afraid we're probably going to be stuck with a drier tendency across the region, and there's even a potential that the drought could expand a little bit uh, if we don't get that moisture source.
0: What's your outlook for harvest weather late August, early September?
1: At this point, I think that the majority of the prairies will see a very good harvest season. We will not fall back into the the regime that we had last year where it was so darn wet uh, for a big part of the harvest season. So I think the conditions will be much improved. Uh, We should have warmer biased temperatures. Uh, Be careful with that. That doesn't mean that there isn't a risk of frost or freezes uh, at a normal date or even a little early. Uh, It just means that the average temperature in uh, September in particular will probably be a little bit warmer than normal uh, the same as possible in August too Uh, but the precipitation bias should diminish as we move forward through that period of time uh, September in particular so I think we'll have a fairly good harvest season not necessarily perfect but nowhere near as adverse as it was was last year.
0: Drew Lerner spoke to 620 CKRM Agri-News today Lerner of World Weather, Inc., was a guest speaker last week at the Canada Farm Progress Show in Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. The Saskatchewan Grain Belt has received a wide range of rainfall since the start of the growing season. The latest figures from over 250 locations across Saskatchewan show a range of rainfall from 1.5 inches to almost 12 inches. The driest spot in the weekly list is the RM of Lone Tree, near Climax in the southwest corner of the province at just 34 millimeters. Many other RMs in the southern Grain Belt are dry, with the farm in the RM of Pence, west of Regina, reporting just 46 millimeters since April 1st. The wettest spot is in the arm of Beaver River, about 650 kilometers northwest of Regina, near Middle Lake. A farm in the far northwest corner has received 290 millimeters since April 1st. That's almost 12 inches. Crops in southeast Saskatchewan are showing signs of improvement following recent rainfall. Regional crop Specialist Sherry Roberts in Weyburn says many crops are at differing stages of development.
2: Since we received that rain last week, things have really, really done a turnaround. You see some fields that are just absolutely gorgeous, particularly in the cereals. Some of them were looking pretty bleak, and now they're starting to get that nice, deep, dark green, and they're starting to head out, so it really turned a corner for us
0: would they be considered ahead of normal development?
2: Um, some of them definitely are because they were able to get them into the ground early this year. There was, In fact, in Weyburn, we've got fields of canola starting to go into bloom already. So they're definitely in, in certain areas ahead. But we, since we have such a wide variety of crops, we still have people that, you know, there's – Crops just starting to emerge out of the ground because of the different planting schedules and the amount of acres that go in. So we're anywhere from canola that's just emerging to canola that's starting to get into full bloom, and that's the same with some of the pulse crops. We've got some soybeans that are at uh, starting to get you know, into trifoliate stage, and some of them that are just coming out of the ground. But everything with that rain has really, really done a, a turnaround and looks real good.
0: How soon do we need more rain?
2: Well, I would love to have an inch... Every week, if possible, like we had last year, so that we end up with a really nice bumper crop like came about. So I would like to see rain come Saturday, if possible. I know there's people out there starting to put up hay, so they probably wouldn't want to hear that. But for the grain farmers, I would say another one this week would be nice.
0: Which crops seem to be doing the best, which the worst?
2: Well, the fall cereals that kind of took that hit where we got real dry, some of them are not looking really They've perked up, but they're probably doing the worst. I would say because some of them were just starting to fill out in the heads, and, and some of them are a little sparse because we, we missed that moisture. Ones that are doing the worst, well, we had a touch of frost in certain areas, so there's some that got set back. But otherwise, all in all, in the southeast, we're doing really well, except I, I hear there's a, a pocket over by Assiniboine. They have gotten only two tenths of an inch of rain this spring. So while us over in the Wayburn area are doing well, there are still things, other, other folks that, that really definitely have got to get some rain that uh, we were lucky enough to get last week.
0: Sherry Roberts is the Regional Crop Specialist in Weyburn. The winner of the Farmyard Inventions Competition at the Canada Farm Progress Show was Ryan Dennis of Holdfast. Dennis takes home a $5,000 PV Mart gift card for his Better Buncher, an invention designed to gather flax straw in the field.
3: Well, after the harvest, you drive along. Once the combine's dropped the straw, drive along with the rake, and you can just keep driving. And at the push of a button, it's run off of 12-volt electrical. just plugs into a cigarette lighter. And push of a button, the gate rotates 180 degrees, and you just keep driving. comes right back down starts gathering the next
0: pile as you keep rolling along. Dennis says there's been a lot of interest in his invention because there's no stopping and starting. The machine just keeps rolling along. He says a limited number will be sold this fall with a list price of $12,000. A financial advisor is telling farmers to get informed about advanced grain pricing strategies. David Derwin with PI Financial spoke at the Canada Farm Progress Show last week in Regina. He says there are opportunities to improve income from the grain markets. Myself and uh,
3: John DePap with FarmCo, we were presenting on an advanced uh, grain pricing strategy that uh, he's developed and that we're working on to fine-tune for farmers to really help them Take advantage of some of the pricing along the futures curve, differences between basis levels where there are opportunities there. Just really understanding and really getting more out of the markets than they currently are using the tools that are available. What are some of those key components? Well, I think number one, basis levels. That's one area where I still am amazed where there, there's a lot of... Um, understanding to be had, just figuring out exactly what the basis levels are, what do they mean, okay, so that's part of it. The other one is that there are a lot of opportunities to be had in terms of carrying opportunities and earning the storage, you know, holding it in the bin. But you've got to make sure that you capture those uh, premiums that are out a- along the uh, futures curve by actually hedging that using futures or options or even a forward delivery contract. And those are some of the things where you've got a lot of nickels and dimes and quarters that are out there that uh, can add up to dollars. So it's really about just improving and taking your marketing to that next step and finding ways to fine-tune it.
0: David Derwin is a financial advisor with PI Financial in Winnipeg. Back in a moment. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call one eight hundred two eight four ninety nine ninety nine for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flammon dot com. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Vitera prices for canola rose four dollars at four forty six sixty flax fell two seventy one at four fourteen twenty five Oats dropped two ninety at one seventy fifty number one red spring wheat increased three twenty three at two eighty one fifty two The rest were unchanged durham two seventy four fifty six feed barley one twenty seven zero three yellow peas two hundred ninety four dollars feed wheat. 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up 13 cents at 676 and 3 quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Wayburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Wayburn 842-4574.
1: This is the micro report for the Waverly Livestock Exchange for the week of June twenty-seventh. These are the results of the last cattle we sold. D one to two cows sold between a dollar five and a dollar twenty with the odd high yielding cow selling up to a dollar twenty-five. A D three cows sold between eighty-five cents and a dollar five. Young feeder cows or heifer rats sold from a dollar fifteen to a dollar forty. Good butcher bulls sold from a dollar twenty-five to a dollar forty-five. Very few yielding, but what we did have sold very well, but not enough in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting for Stephanie Degg.
0: Now the latest, Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham
3: sold 6,800 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 2,09 to 2,11 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head selling in a range of 2,09 to 2,11 per CKG. Ham's market and cash hog price today is up 10 cents per CKG, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3238. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7591 cents U.S. We are entering the time of year with the tightest supply of pigs as well as high demand due to the grilling season. Cash prices are steadying, coming up to the release of Thursday's Hogs and Pigs report, which could cause some price volatility if outside expectations.
0: Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton & Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, Specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at dot ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Increasing cloudiness, 60% chance of showers this afternoon with risk of a thunderstorm. Wind south 30 becoming northwest 30 gusting to 50 and a high of 28. Tonight, cloudy, 60% chance of showers early this evening, then clearing. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50 becoming light. Tonight, the low 11. Wednesday, sunny with a high 27, the low 12. Thursday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of showers, the high 20, the low 10. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with the high 22, the low 12. Saturday, sunny with a high 27, the low 13. Sunday, sunny, the high 27, the low 15. Monday, sunny, the high 27. Normal high is 24, the normal low is 10. The sun rose at 4.49 this morning. It sets at 9.14 p.m. Around the province, we have... Estevan at 25, Saskatoon is 23, Swift Current 17, Weyburn 26, Yorkton is 24. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 27, that's 81 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south, southwest 13. Humidity is 37%, the barometer dropping 99.9. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, 26 degrees. Winds are from the west at 30. Once again, Regina, cloudy, 27. That's 81 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.